And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a new report from Farm Credit Canada says the farming sector continues to show strength despite some trade uncertainty and other issues. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies, some increasing cloudiness late this afternoon. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50. The high today 14. We've already surpassed that. The low plus 2. Tomorrow mainly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, wind northwest 30, the high 6, the low minus 6. Friday sunny and milder with a high of plus 9, the low plus 1. Saturday partly cloudy with a high of 10 degrees, the low minus 3. Sunday periods of rain with a high of 7, the low 0. Monday partly cloudy, the high 9, the low plus 3. Tuesday cloudy, the high near plus 9. The normal high is 15, the normal low plus 1. The sun rose at 6.51 this morning. It sets at 6.49 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek at 15, which is also the same for Regina and Moose Jaw. Estevan is 12, Saskatoon 14, Swift Current 13, Weyburn 14, Yorkton also 14 degrees. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 31, humidity 47%, the barometer rising 101.3. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, 15. Winds are from the west-northwest at 26. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 15. That's 59 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. A new report from FCC says Canadian agriculture continues to show financial strength despite some difficulties. Farm Credit Canada Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais says farmers are well positioned to thrive despite higher interest rates and volatile markets. It is showing strength and I think we're going to need it to, uh, to face some of the headwinds that are coming our way, right? So we have some production challenges across the prairies this year. Uh, we have softer commodity prices. Uh, we do have a rising interest rate environment. So I believe that the strength of the balance sheet, we're going to need it to go forward. Uh, and then you can, you know, I, I think the suggestion, I think the, the takeaway here for operations is to really dive into their financials. And most operations would have a marketing plan in terms of how to market their commodities. They would have a production plan, obviously. But in terms of a risk management plan, you know, looking at the financial part of the business, I, I would say this is perhaps a good time as well to be thinking about that. Describe the farm debt levels for me. What are they like? Well, you know, debt keeps on increasing. You know, if you look at Saskatchewan, for example, I have, you know, debt went up last year 5.1%, but asset values went up 7.6%. So not just farmland, but buildings and equipment and so on. So overall, there's been a gain in equity. And, and from a leverage standpoint, looking at debt versus assets, I, you know, we're, we're still below the, the long-term average in terms of the degree of leverage in the industry. So I don't think that's the main area of focus i think what we you know businesses should take a look at is really on the liquidity side now our, our, we got strong liquidities but that ratio has been coming down in saskatchewan and other prairie provinces uh up to the point that it's now below the 10-year average so i don't think it's anything any time to raise alarm bells in terms of the ratio you know ratios of liquidity and so on and the, the 
stated working capital for farm businesses. But, it, you know, because of rising asset values, it's not a secret that in some cases for businesses that just purchase land, you know, you have to cover or service that debt with some income coming off from other sources, not just that land that you purchase. And that does put a pressure on liquidity. And, and in a rising rate environment, uh, you know, that's something that for sure that businesses need to monitor. And that's, you know, working capital is the first line of defense. So if you face with, you know, any type of challenge, whether from a production standpoint or or softer commodity prices, that's your first line of defense. So I think that's just where operations need to be spending a little bit of time as well, understanding as the, do I have the right mix of debt, right? In long term, short term, is there anything that I can do to minimize the risk of rising rates? And that's where I think it needs to be, uh, we need to focus our attention. So liquidity, that's the ability to handle up and down prices is fairly good then so far. What about crop receipts though? What are you expecting this year? Well, we're still showing roughly equal to last year. We've been, you know, we've had three, uh, three or two years of successive declines in Saskatchewan, not by a large amount, but we did reach a record in 2015, and we had small declines in 16, 17, 2018. For us, is showing that this is going to be remain stable. Having said that, I do recognize there's quite a bit of uncertainty right now as with regards to yields and quality, especially, and so. It's going to be interested as we're finishing off the year here in terms of kind of quality yields that we're going to get exactly. And then, you know, given that there's quite a bit of volatility still in the, in the marketplace, you know, for a couple of reasons. I mean, trade tensions is one thing, right, that are ongoing between the U.S. and China and the U.S. and other trading partners. And so that creates quite a bit of volatility for, for commodity prices, as well as the fact that the U.S. is basically looking at some not, you know, not record yields and for soybeans, but a large crop of both soybeans and corn, that's going to pressure all, you know, most grain and, and oilseed markets. And so it's a bit more volatility. So it's, it's quite a, a bit of a uncertainty in the forecast. But I really do think that we're going to get, if not a similar year as last year, just a small decline overall for gross revenues. But you still see strong foreign demand for prairie-grown crops? Yeah, I, I think that's a silver lining. I mean, you know, of course, you know, on the coal side, you know, you still have those issues that we face with India, and perhaps it's going to take another year, a full year, before it gets anywhere near normal, and perhaps a year is not enough, and we're looking at maybe 18 months or more. But overall, if you look at the overall strength of demand, aside from all those border policies that are sort of creating uh, pain, uh, pain or, or stress or financial stress and economic stress for us, I think the demand remains strong. So it's for us to make sure that we target the markets that still value our production. Uh, we got some opportunities basically to fill some of the demand or vacuum that the U.S. has lost in terms of their own trade tensions with, with their major trading partners. So I think there's a, a bit of upside there. By far, you know, a dollar remaining where it is right now, and that's our forecast for the rest of the year. I think it's supportive of, of overall receipts. And you see then the balance sheet is relatively healthy for Saskatchewan farmers? I think it is healthy. I think it's financially strong, and that's a good thing, right? Because we're starting from a position of strength, and you're looking at rising interest rates. You know, if you look at the next announcement of the Bank of Canada scheduled for October 23rd, you're looking at the probability of the financial markets to actually see a rate increase on October 23rd. It's currently at 90-plus percent. So it's not a sure thing, but it's close to this for sure. And uh, even looking at the next few ones, right, looking at January 2019, you know, the probability of seeing a second rate hike between now and in January is, is roughly around uh, 50%. So interest rates are rising on a gradual, at a gradual pace, and that, that's something that we're going to have to adjust moving forward. J.P. Gervais is the chief agricultural economist for Regina-based Farm Credit Canada. 
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Premier Scott Moe says he had a productive trade mission to China last week. Premier Moe promoted Saskatchewan as a great source for food, fuel and fertilizer. We also spent uh, some time in, in the uh, province of Heilongjiang uh, where uh, we have substantial fertilizer uh, sales uh, into that province and participated in a field day, uh, an agricultural field day uh, there as well. So we were able to advance uh, our trade initiatives uh, and investment initiatives with a number of uh, companies um, from China uh, that are purchasing our agri-food products, our potash products, as well as uh, have uh, uh, strong conversations on the uh, on the nuclear file uh, to advocate uh, for Saskatchewan product entering into, into China as well. Moses' crop promotion was a big part of the trade trip. With respect to the agri-food products, uh, there's a couple of uh, opportunities there I think as we move forward. One is uh, investment uh, either in China or in Saskatchewan with respect to adding value to those products. Um, add, adding value to, you say, as you say, uh, pulse products. Uh, a, a tremendous interest actually in flaxseed products as well and, and uh, some, some value add opportunities uh, there. Um, we also were able to advocate for uh, four different products to, to, uh, that have applications for, uh, for food quality uh, uh, products to be imported into China. Uh, those include uh, food grade oats, uh, faba beans, uh, chickpeas, as well as lentils. And uh, they are all have applications uh, before the, the Chinese government to uh, accept those imports. And I think it's timely uh, given you know, the, uh, the world trade relations uh, with a number of countries, including ourselves uh, with the United States, to be in, in that country uh, this past week to advocate on behalf of our agri-food products, our fertilizer products, and, and, uh, and, and uranium as well. So it was a uh, productive trip from, from that perspective. Mo says he also promoted Saskatchewan-grown soybeans to the Chinese. You see the soybean acreage in Saskatchewan starting to increase, and there's tremendous opportunities, I think, for the country of Canada and the province of Saskatchewan uh, to increase our exports of, of products like soya beans into, uh, into the, uh, the Chinese market as well in years ahead. So uh, we, we have uh, tremendous opportunities, I think. Uh, this is a market um, that is our second largest trading partner right now. About 12% of our exports uh, go to the continent of China. And I think it's important for us to recognize that that has actually tripled in the last decade. So it's a growing market for us and we want to continue uh, to, for, to uh, have those relationships so that it can grow at that, at that similar pace or a quicker pace into the future. Premier Mo advocated for over 20 trade and export businesses from Saskatchewan in China. He says Chinese farmers talked about the importance of potash from Saskatchewan. Mo remains concerned about the NAFTA trade talks in the U.S. The Saskatchewan Pulse Growers Association has three candidates for two positions on the board of directors. The three nominees are Chad Dirksen of Dalmany, Sean Deerland of Kyle, and Trent Richards of Assiniboia. Voter packages for an electronic voting process will be sent by mail to registered pulse growers in late October, with the voting period from October 19th to November 30th. Those wishing a paper ballot can request a mail-in ballot. A registered pulse grower is someone who has sold a pulse crop and paid a levy to the pulse growers in the last two years. The annual pulse growers meeting will be held January 14th in Saskatoon. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. 
Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Showing upward movement in early trading today, canola rose 370 at 458.92. Oats gained 77 cents at 171.99. Number one red spring wheat increased to $1.12 at 233.86. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $207.85. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, 221.54. Feed wheat, 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is up one cent at 582 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon, this is Clayton Harlick here with Hartman Livestock Services Yorkton with their market report for the week of September the 26th. A total of 2,500 head on offer here today. Uh, we're looking, the market's looking kind of steady to maybe a little bit softer in some spots. Here are some of the prices of what we've seen here today. D1 and D2, D2 cows were 72 to 80, with the D cow, D3 cows from 66 to 70, with the bulls bringing anywhere from 95 to $1.12. Some of the highlights of the sale here, the pre-sort sale here so far, been a nice set of black steers at 491, bring 237, 556 pound black steers at 232. Uh, black steers at 634 pounds bring 222. Nice set of tan steers at 567 bring 247 and a quarter. 645 pound tan steers bring 233. Some nice red and black Semitol cross steers at 562 bring 226. And in that weight category at 636 pounds, they bring 223.75. With the heifers, the same as usual, 10 to 15 cents off. So basically, uh, we are full. We're booking in cattle into the 24th of October. Clayton Harlick reporting. Have yourselves a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,100 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 145 to 146 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling a range of 148 to 149 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 11 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2935. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.15 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash markets moved sharply higher in yesterday's trade, with packers actively seeking additional hogs for their slaughter operations. The pork carcass cutout valued at just over $8 U.S. to hundredweight has seen gains over the last few weeks, mostly due to strong prices for hams and bellies, which have contributed to the strong recovery in market hog values. Lean hog futures were lower in early morning trade, but current prices for the December and February contracts still support forward prices that represent good value. Traders are anticipating 3-4% growth in market hog numbers for the fourth quarter of 2018 over year-ago levels, and the release of the USDA hog and pig report tomorrow will help to inform the market of the available supply. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast, the outlook today is sunny, increasing cloudiness late this afternoon, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, the low plus 2. Tomorrow mainly cloudy, 30%, chance of showers, wind northwest 30, the high 6, the low minus 6. In Regina, cloudy and 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.